0: Welcome to the Sacred Life and the Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan VanderLeek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and the Goddess Talk Sessions. And today I am thrilled to share with you one of the most popular interviews from the Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I invite you to light a candle, kick your feet up, and prepare to be inspired. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Amber Quile-Mailani Bonici. Amber is an intuitive creativity coach and creative business mentor. She helps women access their creative power and supports creatives to get their message out into the world through her live events and year-long coaching programs. Amber is the host of the Woman Unleashed Retreats, an online event that gathers tens of thousands of women each year. Amber supports her online global community of more than 25,000 women to spread their creativity throughout the world. When she's not teaching or coaching, you'll find her on the big island of Hawaii, painting, dancing hula, or hanging with her husband and boys. Welcome, Amber. Aloha, I'm so happy to be here in the flesh
1: talking with you, Shan. Yay.
0: Yay, (laughs) well, and I am grateful that you said yes. And I enjoyed so much being a part of Woman Unleashed. And when you said yes to Goddess Talk Sessions, it was just like this beautiful "Yay!" I can't wait to talk to her and see what she has to say. <laughs> it's,
1: like a, it's like a mutual love fest here. La yeah. la <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Before we came together today, I lit a candle and said a prayer, cleared the room with uh, some beautiful smudge today, featuring sage and lavender, and I pulled a goddess card for you. Ooh. And Una, easy does it, came up. There's no need to hurry or force things to happen. Everything is occurring in perfect timing. And I'm wondering how Una resonates with you today. You know, it's really
1: interesting that you mentioned everything flowing, because when I talk about creativity, I talk about there's a natural rhythm to it, a flow to it, and that you know, when I work with creatives, we talk about the places that we get blocked up and we get stopped in creating whatever that is in our lives. And so when you talk about flow, what comes to me is I think about self care and, you know, nurturing your energy that helps you tap into the flow as well as intuition, listening to that creative, intuitive power. Those are the two pieces that can help tap you into flow and get you moving.
0: And does Una speak to you and what's going on in your world right now, this, this reminder to uh, go with the flow? Or do you feel like you're pretty, uh, pretty flowy in, the, in this moment?
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? I feel like I'm in forced flow, right? So uh, astrological events around this time <laughs> are like feeling like they're, I don't even know if I'm allowed to cuss on this. but like, Yes, you are. Like,
0: you can cuss your okay. face off.
1: Right. I feel like they are kicking my ass, like, and like, um, force pushing me through into flow, right? So it's almost like I've been on the side of the riverbank holding on, clutching a bit. Yes. And it's like being swept away. And so when you talk about flow, I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Personally, it's like letting go of control. I am not in control. And there's a lot of freedom in that, just that recognizing that I'm not.
0: Yeah, there really is. And to keep letting go as you try to come back and hang on. And like you said, hanging on to the shore, you have a very full life. And so with with what's happening astrologically, a very full life and everything that's happening, trying to keep all of your ducks in a row is, is sometimes something that feels like what needs to happen. But when the forces of the universe are showing you something else, <laughs> you just have to say, oh, well, here we are doing the best we can with what we've got. Yeah, I, you know one thing that I've been working with because
1: there has been so much coming up lately and it does feel like everything at once sometimes, right? And I I know that as women that we feel this, right? Like sure. you know, I'm a mom, I've got two kids, they're, you know, one's in junior high, one's in elementary school. I have my creative business. I, you know, like to run, I, you know, hang out with my husband, we live here in Hawaii, we travel. There's a lot on my plate, you know, with all my clients and stuff. And it's like this, what I've noticed now is it's almost like when I'm talking about going the flow, what's coming to me now is it's really just doing the thing in front of me and not giving it any strange uh, energy or any extra thought that it needs to have, right? So for example, right now I've got just a bunch of stuff, random stuff that piled up all at the same time. Like, you know, I was in a car accident a couple years ago and we got a call back from the health insurance people saying, we don't think that we should have paid for that. I'm like, what? That's strange. Right. So something like that, I get a call about our mortgage, like lots of things all at once. Right. Uh-huh. And in the past, I would have just like stressed about that. I've been like, Oh my gosh, what if we have to pay for this? You know, there, this is $50,000, bill. you know, just stuff like in that area and really worried about it. And what I'm noticing, what go with the flow with me right now is about is letting go of the resistance of my own thoughts and being like, Amber, just pick up the phone or just send the email. Right. So yeah in a long time, you know, my resistance has been like anything financial, doctor's appointments, things like that that aren't that big of a deal, but they pile up in my head. And so part of going to flow has been just doing the one step in front of me, picking up the phone call, making that call, sending yeah. that email, doing the thing instead of thinking so much about it.
0: And creating stories around it. That can cause so much anxiety. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if I let myself go down a rabbit hole, I'm like, oh yeah,
1: we've got like to pay fifty thousand dollars, and then our kids are like on the street and like. <laughs> right. Right.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk today. Let's begin uh, or continue our conversation about your journey of reclaiming your feminine voice. And standing in your truth, because boy, from the outside looking in, you sure do a nice job of it.
1: Oh, that's really sweet. It's taken a lot of work. <laughs> right. As it, it hasn't been easy. The journey. Um, you know, it's really interesting, um, Shan. Like when I first I'm thinking where to start, right? But, you know, I started off like your I loved, you know, I'm a school person. I like got A's. I like was motivated. I knew what I wanted to do. Graduated. Ended up in management, and I was like on the fast track for success. And that's I was making things happen. When I think about my voice at that time, I used my voice, but it was only really the voice that was acceptable in the circumstances right? That yes, you know, as a yes. manager, it was acceptable for me to use my voice in certain ways. Yeah. And so when I decided to have my kids, I, you know, I had my first baby and at the hospital, you know, when I held him to my chest, I just, I knew that I, I was not going to go back to my full-time 60, 70 hour work week job. And I decided to stay home as a mom and I loved it. And I totally lost myself in it. Like, I, you know, at one point I had two kids under the age of two and I remember, you know, laying in bed and not wanting to get out of bed and just feeling so low. And, um, at the time I, I had an email run across my inbox and it talked about a painting and writing mentorship program. And it felt like someone had reached out their hand to me, um, to help me out of this space. And I thought if I could just do something for myself. And and I went ahead and signed up for that course. And the way I rationalized it, because this was where I was at, is I couldn't even rationalize spending money on myself at the time, was that it was cr- around Christmas time. And I could use my Christmas money to, to pay for this course. And so I started the course. And what happened was I started painting and writing. And I started finding my voice through artistic expression right? I started writing and seeing what was going to come my words, my way. I started painting. I hadn't painted since I was like in second grade. Honestly, I've always thought, you know, when I was younger, I thought I was a terrible artist. And so I started painting again. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. Like, and it was for me and it was like just for me, for no one else. And at some point I felt called like, you know what? This is so amazing for me. I know I have to share this with other people. Like, I know that there are women like me who've been waiting for this. And so that was the beginning of me using my voice, that step there, as far as putting myself out there, you know, starting to open up women's circles, doing small workshops. And to say, hey, come to my house. I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, right, that, that that piece. But I remember that was the, the beginning of me using not just an acceptable voice, but a voice that felt really true for me that point. And over the years, I've had to it's like keep stepping it up. It's like the next level. Yeah. I'm sure that you find that too, Shan. Sure. That once I really started, I remember one of the hardest things with my voice was with my husband. Right, that we've been in a very comfortable relationship ever since I had stopped um, working full time, where I was at home with the kids and he was the one um, at work. And I started doing my art and I started wanting to share it more and like putting my work out there and you know wanting to not just be home. And I remember doing the dishes one day and I was feeling so resentful. This is bullshit. (laughs) Why am I the one doing fucking dishes? Right, right there was a really rough year for the two of us where when I was really finding my voice, like I went through this anger piece where I was just mad and pissed off. (laughs) Like how I had, and I I was directing it towards him, but really it was at myself because I had, I didn't, I was okay with the way things were and I wasn't speaking up and I was just holding it in like a giant volcano until it exploded. Now we're at a place where we're in true partnership, but there was some, there was a good year that it was really, There was a lot of arguing, um, a lot of me just like spitting out what it like, what was right on my mind because I started using my voice. Sure. And it just kind of came out a little bit violently at first.
0: Well, yeah, it does. Especially (laughs) if you've been stuffing it down for a bit. It absolutely does. Yeah. So we're,
1: we're in good partnership now. But that was that was the hardest time, I think.
0: With that. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to say yes to painting, you know say yes to that course and what that did for you and how that opened things up and that and that you did find your voice and even though it was a little bit wonky and unruly an unruly teenager for a while <laughs> that you and your husband were able to work through it and and figure out what what would bring you both joy and what would fill up your family in a way that you wouldn't be feeling like, are you kidding me? I'm doing the fucking dishes again. How are we going to be in true partnership so that, that we're all, that we're both involved in in what it takes to do what we need to do? Mm, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a journey. But, yeah,
1: it's been great, though, too. I feel like, and part of it is, like, as a mom now, like, I think about the example I'm showing my kids, right? Yeah, yes. I think about before they saw a woman who was at home, working, but underneath my energy was resentful. Sure. Right. And sure. People can feel that. People yep, can feel it. And so can. now they see me as I'm running my business. I'm, you know, I work. And it's like a totally different thing, right? They see me really in my joy, and my passion. And so I'm really happy because I know that it's a good example for them and for if they decide to partner with a woman in the future that that they really have that that partnership that they can have moving forward.
0: That's so, it's incredibly key for that, that modeling that they're seeing that you're providing and to, and to see you take care of yourself, to see you run, to see the, the joy it brings for you to create your life on, on your terms. Uh, all of that. I sometimes that my daughter and I are talking and she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to do this conventional thing when I get out of school <laughs> because I, you have so much freedom. She said, you know, Mama, you have so much freedom. I said, well, I didn't always, but it was a choice that, that I made. And it, and it wasn't an easy transition for us either because of the, the lifestyle and everything, the way we were living for so long before I said, up, oh, that's it. I'm out of here. So I understand. <laughs> uh, and I, really, the, one of the best things we can do for our kids is model our joy and model as much health and, and wellness and wealth and abundance as we possibly can. And, you know, and I'm talking about the internal stuff uh, more than the external.
1: Oh, yeah. My kids are total entrepreneurs. They have no patience for like
0: a... <laughs> <laughs> I like when you talk about a regular job, like, nah,
1: you know, I we, but it's cool because we set up entrepreneurial things for them to do, right? So yes. like they want to earn money. I'm like, all right. So here are things that we can garage sale. If you two tag everything, put everything out, run the garage sale, then I'll give you guys 50%, right? Yes. So teaching them about that, um, teaching about if they want to borrow money, interest, you know.
0: <laughs> yes, it's so smart. Well, we And we did that with um, with our daughter as well. Marin is a, an artist, and she had her first booth at a, we have a, the Sutton's Bay Annual Art Fair, which is a, a pretty big deal around here. And beautiful things beautiful artists and they have a kids tent and so we went through the whole process the overhead you know all of it so that she could see that yeah you have an opportunity to sell your art but you also have to take care of the printing costs and you have to take care of the you know whatever fees there were and all of those things and then to see her light up as people are buying her art and knowing that that's that was her little business to to get started in that way. It's fun. It's fun to teach. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here we go down down that path. That's a that's another conversation we could talk about for hours. I'm sure. Is that <laughs> um, let's let's come back to to you and your opinion or your observation when you hear the words "Speak your truth." What what bubbles up for you? What comes up? You know,
1: there's something about um, being uncensored <sighs> that's comes up for me, and um, and that's part of like you know when I I created Woman Unleashed, that was part of the vision, right? It was about women like unleashing themselves from shoulds or you know any of those things that keep us small, right? And instead to just speak whatever we want to speak. So you know, I find like the The longer I've been coaching, the longer I've been working with women, is like the more just truthful I can be to people, the more of a difference I can make. So, like when I'm talking to someone and she's telling me that she wants to do a workshop and she's super or a retreat, let's say she wants to retreat halfway around the world in Bali and she tells me her vision, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm so excited. And then I said, well, sure. Well, how many people do you have on your mailing list or how many contacts do you have? And she says like, oh, you know, like my friends and family. All right. Well, that's not going to happen unless if you do this, this and this. Right. So uh-huh. before I would have been like, all, oh, OK, well, you know, you might consider, you know, I would have softened it. Sure. I find the more that I just speak truth to people, the more that they're able to Really hear it like at a deeper yeah. level. I feel like we have receptors for truth. We can, when someone says something to us that they're really just speaking the bold truth, there's something within us that can, that can really feel that at a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think truth telling starts with telling truth to ourselves um, about ourselves. Once you can really be truthful about what's really going on to yourself, then it's like about going out then then it's about talking to others and saying Mm -hmm. your truth because you know it, right? Sure, sure. Or from that place, yeah.
0: And that really leads beautifully into my next question. Based on your experience, your life experience up until this point, how would you recommend that our listeners discover, embody, and then amplify their voices?
1: So my path to my voice has been creative expression, right? And I actually believe that we are all born to create. There's something within us that's uniquely ours. And if you can find that, that's like a a perfect path towards your voice, right? So whether that is singing, whether that's writing, dancing, creating art, like I don't care, but something creative, it's not like a paint by numbers, follow someone else's plan. It's about you and your own process of creativity, that that is gonna help you start to find your voice, that piece. So one thing, so here's an example of something fun you can do. Grab a piece of paper and grab some paint or crayons or whatever, and just whatever you feel called towards, what colors call to you, okay, scribble them out. What wants to come next? Just like kind of just let yourself play in there and then from that you're gonna see, okay, what do I like and what do I not like, right? So it's like finding that the truth of those, those little pieces where you find what you like, and what you don't like. And that's the beginning of your truth. If you don't even know where to start, you're like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it's like, okay, what, what really feels good to me or not? You know, it reminds me of that movie with Julia Roberts, the runaway bride. I don't know oh if oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen this one. Yeah? yeah. So there's this point where she, um, every guy that she's about to marry, she ends up like morphing herself into him. Right. And whatever eggs he likes, she, that's her favorite way to eat eggs too. Right. And then it gets this point where she's finding herself again, that she has to discover Well, what eggs do I like? So she tries them all out. She's like, actually, this is my, these are my eggs. I like (laughs) this type of eggs. Right. So that's what creative expression does. It helps you find your eggs, right? It helps you find your thing. So that's the piece about kind of discovering your creativity. So, embodying it, so um and here's again creative expression here's what I like to do is when I'm talking embodiment, I'm actually talking like in your body, being, being in your body for me, what I like to do or what I started doing was I actually started dressing like the way that felt best for me, like we talked about your eggs as far as like your expression, so thinking about that for the way you dress what maybe you want to add a necklace, you want to add a flower to your hair, you want to add some sort of jewelry, maybe put on your makeup a little bit different, but start to play, allow yourself some play and move into that spaciousness. I teach Nia, which is a movement form, right? And when I first started teaching Nia, I showed up like in my exercise outfit, right? I had like my yoga pants and I had a halter top, right? And then as the time went on, I started wearing flamboyant skirts and I started wearing lots of crazy jewelry and you know flowers and just you know shawls around my hips things that made me feel more me and more sexy and more like that. I want to move my body more and so think what how can you adorn yourself in a way that shows to the world what your inside is like so that's the second piece
0: I've been finding that over time as well that Uh, different shawls and and necklaces and bracelets and even uh, anklet with bells or, you know, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) We just feel like, this is so awesome that I can just wear this because it makes me feel good and I really don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. I'm just, Mm. this is who I am and this is how I want to be today and how I want to move today and how I want to look. It's so liberating isn't it
1: yes,
0: yes. i love opening up my closet be like hmm, what do i fe- who do i feel like being
1: today yes. what do i want to <laughs> what side of myself do i want to express this day
0: yeah mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing because for at least for my story i can speak for myself only there are times when i might put some something like that on and then talk myself out of it and wear something more conservative Wear, some, hmm. wear something more socially acceptable, you know, which is where my, uh, where my truck driver mouth came out earlier, is, as soon as I realized, oh, it's not about them. <laughs> it really is about me in this moment and how I want to adorn my body. Mm,
1: yeah, and that's why I say start small. Yeah, right? because right. I mean, for me, it was like, if I, like, from where I am now, like, when I first started, there's no way I would wear what I'm wearing right now. Like, I would have been like, terrified what people would have thought and mm-hmm. and really self-conscious. And di- I wouldn't have wanted people to look at me. That's exactly. another thing. Exactly, Is It's like I was really um, – and frankly, it came from a place of safety, not feeling safe. Yes. And so, um, you know, once I started really kind of exploring and starting to really step into my my voice, I noticed that I also stepped into my power yeah? Yeah. because yeah. it's that place of um, – mean, okay, being seen. And it's fine for people to hear my voice and to disagree with me and not like me. And, you know, in the journey of finding my voice, that was hard is yeah. having people not like me and send me e- emails that they hate me and all sorts of mean things.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but
1: it's part of yeah, but it it's part, part of. It. when you talk about that, as far as that next step, as far as growing or sharing, yeah, it's like, that's, um, it's part of the journey, you know, and and i I want women to know that it's, you know, it's there, that there is judgment, right? right. When right. we start to open to our voice and our truth, however, that like the the other side of it is so much more delicious. It's so much more freeing when you get there. Right? yeah, it, it and really and is, and you don't have
0: up. to and you don't have to feed the trolls. You don't have to be in a a space where you even answer them when they're being shitty or judgmental or, you know, sending awful emails or all of the different things that that happen uh, when you start to amplify and and sometimes polarize. You know, I have a a client who has a a, – he's he's brand new to podcasting, and he had a couple of people get very upset with him because of a a topic that he discussed. You know, well, what do I do? And I said, well, you have two choices. You can invite them to unsubscribe. You can not say anything, but more than anything, just let it go because you aren't doing this. You aren't sharing your voice to make everybody happy. You're sharing your truth. This is what you believe. This is your platform. And they're welcome to leave if they don't like it. Right? Mm -hmm. They're welcome to move on and move on to somebody, somebody else that resonates more deeply with you.
1: Yeah, totally. And you know what I find is that you know if you are actually polarizing, then you are making a difference, yes. right? If you're just talking like vanilla, like you're not making a difference. Everyone hears that all the time, right? So there's something about when you really speak your deepest truth that you can really make a difference for other people.
0: I agree, and I'm glad that you bring up the polarization piece. The vanilla speaking—that's safe. That's a, that's a, that's all of us regurgitating what we know is safe, you know the conventional wisdom that's safe. and and for each of us, we're in a different place on this path, I understand. but little by little, the more that you become who you really are, embody who you really are, are speaking from your soul. There's really nothing that can stop you from that ampl- amplification place. <laughs> Eventually you're going to get there and you're going to be speaking from that place of, of your truth and and it doesn't matter. How anybody comes at you or what anyone else thinks that's when you are in that side of deliciousness and that ah, oh, it's so much more comfortable being me today than it ever has been before. Mm. right.
1: Well, I think I think there's also something about you know that space of just speaking truth and knowing that there's just like when we're talking about the clothing and like maybe it's just starting with the necklace. It can be the same thing with you speaking your truth and coming out, right? So yeah. for me, I had a coming an art coming out, <laughs> an artist coming out party <laughs> be- because I no one knew I was painting. <laughs> yeah. So like for me, I was super scared to tell anyone in the first place. So like the first year, I really had my paintings in a closed room with a sheet over my, them over my easel. I didn't want my husband to see what I was creating, right? because yeah. it didn't feel safe for me, right? And then I started allowing him to see it. And then I allowed my family to come and see. And then I said, okay, I'm going to have a coming in ceremony just with my closest friends. Sure. And I had 20 women come and I just shared my paintings, right? And then after that, I felt, okay, I want to, I think I'm going to start a blog. And so I did a blog post and I sent it to my my other friends. And I was terrified to do that step. So there's this thing about when you talk about amplification that it's like there's this, it's this growing or like the, yeah. the pebble That there's this way for you to to test the waters, to like be like, okay, I'm seeking my truth here. Okay, now I'm gonna speak my truth to the next level, right? Now I'm going here, right? So you don't have to just throw yourself out there,
0: (laughs) jump in the deep end. (laughs) Yeah, I I love that. that (laughs) (laughs) You said, be the youest you you can be. Paint, pray, dance, sing, create, speak up let others experience your creations. And that to me sounds like just what you were just talking about.
1: <laughs> that sounds like me. That sounds just me. like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, when we're talking about voice. Part of it is it's your expression. So how do you express yourself? What do you create in the world? And in order for you to create You have to know your own truth and it starts within. So my invitation is to everyone here is to be like, what is, what is that calling? We all have one. We all have a nudge. We all have this, this nudge to, to, to put something, to be something, to, to show up in some way. And so to stop censoring yourself, unleash yourself and, and go for it.
0: Yes. I say yes to this. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about the free gift that you have for all of our listeners today. Yeah. So here's the thing.
1: I work with women to access their creativity and to like tap into that self-expression And I also help creatives get their work out in the world. And so I create this bundle. Okay, so it's a little bit of both, depending on what you're looking for, right? So one, it's called Take a Retreat, Lead a Retreat. And what it is, is that I create an at-home retreat experience for you to nurture yourself, to align and listen to your intuition in order to feel clear, to feel focused, to feel energized. We're gonna be doing um, we're doing some art, we're doing some movement, some meditation and, um, just like imagine like instead of heading off on a trip to Hawaii, though, you can come visit me in Hawaii too, but you're able to, when you need just that pause moment that you have an at home retreat that you can do. So that's part of it. You have that. And then for those of the, you that are feeling the calling to put your work out there, whether it's, you know, doing a small workshop in your home or, you know, maybe you already have, you know, some sort of a following and you want to do events. Then I talk about, I have a training on leading retreats and workshops, right? And it talks about ways to, a step-by-step process on how to lead an event.
0: Oh, thank you. you. Both of us. Wow. That's very (laughs) generous. Thank you so much. And You're welcome. <laughs> and just a reminder to everyone listening in that you can get Amber's free gift right on her speaker page. There is a button right at the bottom of the page, and that will transport you right to where she has that gorgeous gift available for you. Oh, well, Amber, come oh, my. With me. Oh, sorry. Will you, will you say that again? I said,
1: come retreat with me. We're going to have so fun.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. So before we part ways today what truth telling message would you like to leave all of us with today
1: (sighs) okay here's what i want to leave you with i feel like there are women waiting for us to speak up and that your truth like whatever you've been through there's someone who is in the midst of that right now, right? So there are women who are needing healing. There are people who, not just women, there are kids that need that. There are are men that need to see strong women that when you speak up, you open space for others to do the same. And so you give others courage. So my inspiration for you is today to when you're speaking or when you're writing, just give yourself a check and be like, What's a more truthful response or how can I, what do I not want this person to know that I can reveal right now? Oh,
0: oh, so good. So juicy. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes to being part of the Goddess Talk sessions. I enjoyed our time together so much.
1: Mm, Me too. (laughs)